Miller, and Condon. Ken Miller. Oh, mama! Trent Condon. Score! This is Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Miller and Condon on a Thursday. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon, Ken Miller. Uh, Talking sports with you for the next couple of hours. Thanks for tuning in here this morning, giving us uh, some of your time. BMW Des Moines guest list shapes up like this. Our weekly visit with Matt Postens, who covers college basketball for Heartland Sports. Uh, He will join us. Look forward to catching up with Matt Postens, the Big 12, down the stretch they come, heartlandcollegesports.com. For Matt Postens, 12.05, Wade Looking Bill uh, will be here. Look forward to catching up with Wade, and we'll get back into the Hawks at that time. And then uh, Kerry James, who's uh, going to be with us a couple of times uh, right through the end of the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament. Uh, He will join us from Bleacher Report. Look forward to catching up with uh, Kerry Miller, usually a pretty good guest, Mm -hmm. two or three times a year that we're able to get him well uh drake won good for them everything is intact and on for the three o'clock tip sunday afternoon what a dominating effort that was did they crush him or what and it was a really good listen it was emmenecker and larry morgan oh nice on the it was a media common mc22 production uh-huh. that espn uh, plus uh, had picked up so i watched and listened to a lot of that game and we'll touch on that uh, throughout the morning. I saw Sean Roberts this morning. He's all pumped up. He's secured tickets to head to Peoria. Nice. Uh, so he and his fiance uh, will be uh, headed uh, to Peoria to watch that one. I've on always Sunday. said Peoria in February is for lovers. Trent, there's very few places you'd rather be. You know, some people say, oh, give me the islands. No, mm. no, 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 no. Any chance. Peoria? Come on. boy, Sean Roberts. Kaylee, you hit a big. <laughs> Yes, indeed, she did. Uh, but uh, good to see Sean, by the way, back in, uh, on the air yesterday mm-hmm. and, uh, and ready to go today. Looks none the worse for wear, and uh, he will be there. So, um, And apparently he said he tried to get tickets in the Drake section. Mm-hmm. Couldn't. Oh, really? So that's great. It yes. sounds like there's a lot of Bulldog fans that will be going over there. But let's get to Madison from last night, and we're going to discuss an Iowa team who was swept by... Not the Frank Comiskey-led Badgers. No, 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 no. This is a different group of Badgers, Trent Condon. Michael Finley's not walking through that door. <laughs> no, he's not. Name your Badger great in the past. And this was um, this was as bad as I've seen Iowa play. And it was it was a collective effort. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you had to award the player of the game, I don't know if if, uh, if Iowa's got that sponsor that somebody has to be anointed player of the I mean, maybe Rebracha, I guess. I guess. Um I, I guess it would be him, but this was just a um, an uninspired group of Hawkeyes on the floor. Came out early, 10-4, had an opportunity to stretch that thing out And then out they early. couldn't score. And then it went in the tank. Oh. Clang after clang brick, after clang. Brick, brick, I know against Wisconsin, it's difficult to get to the hole. And, and I saw so much of that. Well, just go to the well. You can't do that against Wisconsin. They're, they're holding and they're grabbing and they're mm-hmm. clutching and they're doing their thing. It's difficult to do. But the thing that's so concerning is not the missed shots. I mean, they missed shots against Northwestern. But now you couple these games together, they're missing wide open looks. Yeah. yeah. There's nobody around. Mm-hmm. They're getting good looks. This is not the offense is broken. This team is broken. What are they, like six for 53 or something like that in the last couple of games? Yeah. From beyond the three-point line? Uh, 
uninspired. Chris Murray, the the, the furthest place uh, he wanted to be was, uh, or the, the last place he wanted to be rather, was in Madison on, on the floor last night, and he looked like it. And Connor, who played awful, he, he was terrible. He was awful. Yes. Tried to lead the team. Tried to provide a spark. Tried to light a fire under Chris Murray a couple of times. Yes. To his credit, he tried. Was going after him hard. Yes, he was. And and um, we all saw it. If you watched the mm-hmm. game, you saw it. That was the best thing Connor McCaffrey did last night. Patrick Maff- Cap- McCaffrey, same boat. Awful. Gave them nothing. That shot at the end of the game summed up his night. I mean, I don't think he hit... The bottom of the net. And I'm not talking about the ball going through the rim right. to get to the bottom of the net. I don't think he even hit it. No. It was just a, what an embarrassing performance in a game. Look, they won the Big Ten tournament last year without the uh, the benefit of the double buy. You're right. Right? Um, <laughs> I think any hope now is well, it's, it's going to take a lot. You needed that one last night. Let's just put it that way. This one had to go in the win column last night. This is not a good Wisconsin team. It's just not. They got a couple of nice pieces. But my good God, this Ball's is okay. Yeah, it's okay. And he was good when he first got inserted into the basketball game. Asijin's going to be a pain in the you-know-what. He's going to be a pain in the you-know-what mm-hmm. for his career. Just a freshman. Crowell, he didn't play a ton. No. Uh, Chucky Hepburn, you know what he's going to give you most nights? And he wasn't great in the game. But, man, oh, man, these Hawkeyes, this was just terrible. It was there for the taking, and they couldn't answer the bell no. once again. They're awful on the road. They're awful away from home. Mm-hmm. Even look at the neutral site games. They shot up poorly against Clemson, poorly yep. against TCU, poorly against Duke. Yep. So this is not just a road environment thing. This is away from Carver Hawkeye Arena thing. Well, the good thing is they come back to Carver, though it's Michigan State. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Coming on off Saturday. a big win, yeah, okay. we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. But now, yeah, that double pie is completely gone, and this thing can crater very quickly. Yeah. Yep. We'll see on Saturday, mm-hmm. but. Which of the two needle movers do you like the way they're they're sitting right now? You have to pick one. For what? Just to you know, look as to though, right you know, the ship. They, this, this team's got a chance to turn things around. There were this, this, you know, this isn't as bad as you think. Neither. Yeah, I think probably C. Right. <laughs> right. None, None of, of the, the above. above. <laughs> yes. uh, Look, the they Michigan State, it's a Saturday game. Building is going to be banged out. Mm-hmm. Can't get a ticket. Um, Oklahoma comes into Hilton. Banged I'm sure out. it'll be banged out. It'll yep. be sold out. Both both fan bases, you're, you need to be in full throat to help uh, help your squads. But, man, this was just one of those performances last night. You just, it was just, it, it's, it's a head scratcher. It's it. How does it happen? How do you lose in that fashion? Wisconsin's bad. Let's be frank. And they beat them by a dozen. It was a close game. It got away late. I mean, it was wide open threes once again. In this offseason, this is going to be a reset offseason for Iowa. I don't think they're going to go 0-3, losing the first round of the Big Ten tournament, and maybe then at that point be on the bubble. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't either, Trent. I, I'm not hitting the panic button that's going to happen. But they're going to be in. They'll be a, probably a 7-10 to 10 seed yeah. right in that range. When a, when a 6, maybe a 5 was, was there. Best case scenario, win a game and then get throttled around a 32, and mm-hmm. it's just like it's been for a very mm-hmm. long time with Iowa basketball. That's what they are. But... Off season, you lose a ton. Yep, Chris Murray's going to be off, and he is not his brother. Not no. even close. You know what he is, Trent? I hate to say this about a kid. He's soft. He is. He's soft. Yeah. Well, I saw numbers when they go into yet's tough. I don't think he can count on this kid. It's what? just his personality. And it's it wasn't fair to Chris coming into the year 
comparing him to Keegan because they are different players. Totally. Keegan is a guy that played on the block. He would, yes, he could step out and sh- hit mm-hmm. shots and he could do things, but Chris is more of a finesse guy. He is more perimeter oriented. I just saw numbers yesterday. Chris, going into the game last night, had 19 dunks. So he had one, 20. He's up to 20 dunks on the year. Keegan last year had like 64. Mm-hmm. That says a lot right there because he played in the post a whole lot more and was willing to battle down there. Chris isn't. It's just not his game. He's, he doesn't have that component. And, and it certainly showed up last night. Oh, my. It, it, it really did. He didn't look like he wanted to be there. I don't know if it was just the nature, the, the style of the basketball game, whatever it was. This was uh, like, And he wasn't alone. It sounds like we're picking on him kind of hard this last minute or two. But well, if you're all Big Ten player, this you, is what's going to happen. Absolutely. I mean, you, you got, you've got the bullseye. Yes. You do. When you take a look at this roster, you're going you're gonna to be the guy that the opposing coaches during the scout. we got to come up with a game plan for him, and most nights you do. Not last night. Not no. last night. Didn't want to be there. Last thing he wanted to do was play basketball, and it showed. With a reset in front of them, Connor's gone, Herbracha's mm-hmm. gone, mm-hmm. Murray's gone, mm-hmm. bringing in four freshmen, going to have work to do in the transfer portal, all this. Can I you mean, find a guy that's got some... And this is not a knock against Herbracha. Herbracha plays. I like his game. I do, too. I do. Um, he shouldn't be a center for no, 32 minutes a game. No, that's just it, though. Trent. Exactly. He should be a power forward sometimes and a backup center. Yeah. That's... Sh- but they swung and missed. Mm-hmm. They went after Amok in the transfer portal, a couple other bigs. They weren't able to bring him home. They right. had to bring back a gun delay Yep, because they couldn't hit anybody in the transfer portal. This team, though, offensively, yeah, it sucked the last couple of nights. They're still year after year, though, very good. Year after year. Sherman Dillard, 67. Mm-hmm. Is it time to do what John Beeline did late in his career and said, year after year, we're really good offensively, and we just can't figure the other end of the floor. And they ran that cockamamie one three one. And every once in a while, it'd give teams trouble. But for the most part, they're a bad defensive team. And he went out and he brought in Luke Yatklich mm-hmm. to run the defense. His defensive coordinator. It is yours. Uh-huh. Figure this thing out. Uh-huh. Because the inferior part about Iowa, there's times you just physically get beat. I mean, that's going to happen, right? You, you get beat off the jump or, or whatever it is. Guy beats you off the dribble. Those things happen. But year after year, time after time, Iowa, it's not just getting beat physically. Those happen. It is that they have no clue. Assignment basketball, they don't know what they're doing on the defensive end of the floor. Sherm? Well, you saw it last night when Sanford and Perkins were trying to... <laughs> yes. Who was it? Was Sanford trying to direct Perkins? I don't know. Maybe it was. Maybe yes. Sanford was out of position. Right. Maybe Perkins was in the right spot. But somebody's got to get over there and guard the corner three. Well, And another corner three and one after. off an inbounds play. It just Those are the things that continually happen. Yeah. Iowa, if they're going to elevate this program, and go for which is very good. I mean, getting back to this level, it was a heck of a job by Fran. They had cratered to a level that were many people nationally in college basketball wonder if they ever could even get back to this level. The smallest public university in the Big Ten. You don't have a big home base as it pertains to recruiting. You have an arena that isn't really well regarded. You have do not have a practice facility at the same level as many of your peers in the Big Ten. People wondered. Could Iowa get out of this? And Fran has. He's dug them out mm-hmm. and got them back to where they were through most of the 90s in the Big Ten. He's got them back to that level. But if they are going to take that next step, it can't just be, we'll keep doing what we're doing. There has to be something more. And I think it's on the defensive end. That's yeah. what ultimately has that's to happen. Missing. That's missing. That's a glaring omission on this team. And look, Trent, Wisconsin, they didn't shoot the ball well either. <laughs> no, this is what's frustrating yeah, about this. Yeah. That game was there for the team. Without a doubt. They made four threes. Uh, they they couldn't make a free throw. They they shot free throws like Iowa State shoot, shoots free throws most nights. Mm-hmm. Poorly. <laughs> Very poorly. So it's time to pull out the old generator again here and see 
where things are going to finish. So this is bball.notnothing.net. It's an Iowa State guy that put this thing together. Mm-hmm. And it has not just the Big 12 and the Big 10. It has every conference in America, MVC, all the way through. You can go through, pick the games the way they're going to play out, and it'll spit out what the bracket looks like for the conference tournament. So it uses the Sagarin ratings without you doing it on your own. When you just hit generate, Iowa finishes as the number eight seed, even at two and one down the stretch, having them finish 11 and nine in conference play. They're the eight seed taking on Michigan in the second round on Thursday, March 9th, with, of course, Purdue waiting in the quarterfinals if it plays out that way. So let's run through it quick here. Okay. All right. Tonight, Illinois home for Northwestern. I'm watching that game. It's an eight o'clock tip. Um, I think Illinois wins. Penn State at Ohio State. I think well, Ohio State's bad. I got the Nittany Lions. Uh, me too. Michigan at Rutgers. Give me Rutgers. Games, Rutgers. At, games at, uh, in uh, New Jersey. Iowa, do they bounce back over the weekend against Michigan Man, State? Trent, I know a lot of Hawkeye fans think that they will. <sighs> okay. All right, give it to them. Nebraska home for Minnesota, Huskers. Purdue at home for Indiana. Ooh. Yeah. Purdue with payback. Yes. Indiana coming off a disappointing loss against Michigan State. Saw it coming. It's going to be a great game. It's going to be a great When is that game? Saturday? It is Saturday. Um, you know, give me Purdue. Take Purdue. Now they get the split. How about this good game? Northwestern going to Maryland. The two wow. upstarts of the second half of the Big Ten play. So I don't think Northwestern loses back-to-back games. Give me the Cats. You're going with the Wildcats on the road. Michigan hosting Wisconsin. Michigan. Ohio State hosting Illinois. Illini? Yep. Rutgers at uh, on the road for Penn State. I still like the Nittany Lions. I, I do you say I like Rutgers. Okay. You do whatever you want. Let's go Rutgers on that okay. one. Uh, let's go to then next week. Iowa-Indiana in Bloomington. Yeah, 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 Indiana. Yeah. Nebraska at home for Michigan State. Tricky. Nebraska's good at home. Give me Sparty. Yeah, going with Sparty. Northwestern hosting Penn State. Wildcats, I'm going to guess. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. Maryland at Ohio State. Maryland. Terrapins again. Yeah. Illinois. They are at home for Michigan. Illini. Rutgers at Minnesota. Staying with the Scarlet yep, Knights. Rutgers. And Purdue goes to Wisconsin. Yeah, Purdue will kill them. All right, let's go to then the weekend, the final weekend of the year. It is Ohio State at Michigan State. We're going to take Sparty mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. Michigan goes to Indiana. Indiana. Iowa, home for Nebraska. I think Iowa pulls it out, but closer than you think. Wisconsin goes to Minnesota. Wisconsin. Penn State hosting Maryland. Ma- mm. Yeah. All right, since I took your, I didn't take your Nittany Lions, let's the put set. the Nittany okay. Lions. Okay. Purdue at home for Illinois. That's a good game. Great game. Give me uh, Boilers. And Rutgers hosting Northwestern. You go. <laughs> That's a good game. Uh, we gave Rutgers kind of that toss-up game yeah. earlier. Let's go Northwest. Okay. Let's go back with the Cats. All right, we hit the generator here. This is what it spits out. Your one seed is Purdue. Two is Northwestern. A four-way tie for third place. Indiana, Illinois, Rutgers, and Michigan State in that order. Wow. Iowa has a seven seed mm. in this scenario. That's why this game was so huge. Mm-hmm. We put together two scenarios here where Iowa went 2-1 and one in both of those, and when they were an eight seed, and they were a seven seed in these two. In this one, guess who they get in the second round? <laughs> who is it? Wisconsin. 
Oh, boy. In the 7-10 game with the winner getting Northwestern in the quarterfinals. You know what? I hope that's the way. Get your third shot against them, right? absolutely. It's tough to beat a team three-time, Trent. Especially somebody that is as bad as Wisconsin. Oh, my my goodness. Uh, So they would be the seventh seed? They'd be the seventh seed on the bottom side of the bracket. Yeah, and that would be a 5.30 tip on Thursday. Thursday, 5.30, then Mm -hmm. a 5.30 game again Mm -hmm. against Northwestern in the Mm -hmm. quarterfinals. If they get to the weekend, it will be CBS Mm -mm -mm. against Indiana or Michigan State. Do we have time to do this exercise for Iowa State? Absolutely. Let's do it. Let's get into it. All right. And this this one, I, I think we'll end up, well... We're picking games. I think we'll end up being closer on the Big Ten because the Big 12 is you, your turn, my turn, your turn, my turn. More we, we win, you win. Yeah, it's, it's just it's coin flip. The biggest home court advantage against the spread this year is where? Per conference is the Big Ten. Is that right? Yeah, kind of surprised yeah. by that. Yeah, me too. But the uh, Big Ten is number one. So we just start here with the generator that spits it out with the Sagarin ratings. Mm-hmm. It has, of course, Kansas winning it at 13-5. and five. Texas and Baylor tying at 12-6. and six. Texas gets the two seed with the tiebreaker. K-State the four, Iowa State the five. And I think that makes sense. That's what it feels like it's going to be. Mm-hmm. But let's go through the exercise. Let's do it. And let's go to Texas as the Baylor Blairs play host to the Longhorns over the weekend. Baylor has to get right, don't they? I think so. I really like Baylor in this spot. Coming off the two losses, mm-hmm. Texas off the big win against yep. Iowa State. Yep. I like Baylor in that spot. Iowa State beats Oklahoma, right? 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 Yes. Okay. 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 Yes. It took three rights to get there. Ooh, a little nerve-wracking over the weekend. Kansas at home for West Virginia. Yeah, no shot. Oklahoma State in Stillwater against K-State. That's a good game. Ooh. You know what? I I don't like the way the Cowboys are playing right now, so let's go K-State. On a bit of a roll, seem to right their ship. Texas Tech has to have it. They host TCU. Miles is back. Yes. You know what? Let's go. Let's go Red Raiders. We want to see the Red Raiders. I do want to see the Red Raiders. I think it'll be a fun story. Yeah. Go to the week next week. Iowa State at home for West Virginia? Um, Sure. Cyclones. Iowa's, uh, Oklahoma State at home for Baylor. Bears. Baylor again. Mm-hmm. Kansas hosting Texas Tech. Kansas. Oklahoma goes to K-State. Wow. Wildcats. Wildcats. And Texas goes to TCU. Such a big spot. It is. Give me uh, give me the Frogs. Go with the Frogs. Yeah. I think so. We gave them a loss against yeah. Texas Tech over the weekend. I agree with you there. We go to the final weekend the of the season. Finale. It is Iowa State going to Baylor. Baylor. Oklahoma hosting TCU. <sighs> TCU. TCU. Okay. Kansas goes to Texas. Love it. Jayhawks. Going with the Jayhawks on the road. Texas Tech. They're at home for Oklahoma State. Texas Tech. And we wrap it up. K-State at West Virginia. You know what? I'm going to go with the Mountaineers. At home. Yep. Get it done. Yep. Senior day. Yep. And we hit the calculation button, and it spits out I think Iowa. it's still going to be a 4-5 game for Iowa State. It is. The only difference is it's, it's not, not K-State. It's not Kansas State in the scenario we just laid out. Instead, it is the Texas Longhorns. No, I don't want to see that. Who await in the quarterfinals in the 4-5 matchup. 11-30 Thursday morning, March 9th. It kicks off the quarterfinal round. Kansas is the number one seed, so if they'd win that game against the Longhorns, huh. more than likely waiting for them. How do we get the, the morning off? Uh, I 
don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> it's it's right in the wheelhouse of 11 to 1. It is. Baylor uh, the two seed, K-State the three seed with TCU as the number six in the scenario we laid out. Iowa State finishing at 10 and 8. Now we gave them Iowa State a couple of wins. Yeah, the two home games we gave them wins. And I'm not sure that... <sighs> Let's give them a loss to Oklahoma. Okay, do that. Of the two, I think that's more likely that they drop this weekend. And everything else stays the same that we just did. They're still there in the 4-5 game. They're playing 11-30 on Thursday. Lock it it in, sure right? seems like it. If you're looking for that PTO... Two weeks from today... I mean, why do a show? Nobody's going to be listening. <laughs> Right? Maybe Hawkeye, Hawkeye fans. Hawkeye fans. Are, uh, probably be a Hawkeye Unless K-State gets out to a big lead, then all the right. Hawkeye fan base is going to go over there. Right. <laughs> uh, Hawkeye heaven, or heavy uh, show coming up on Thursday. Boy, that's for sure. March 9th, because, yeah, you're exactly right. Uh, we'll see if I was still playing at that point. Stink. That's good. Anyways, well, uh, a couple of minutes on Drake. As, as you mentioned, it was an overwhelming performance. The number yeah. was big. I thought it was too many points. Uh, I mean, 15's a lot in a basketball <laughs> game, right? Uh, against, um, I mean, you, and you said it yesterday, 100% right. How is Illinois State this bad? Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it either. But uh, Drake was, um, they, they were on a mission last night, and they struggled a little bit early, mm-hmm. uh, but they got it going, and Penn was terrific, and DeVries was DeVries. Wilkins had a really good night. Um, Ferguson, again, off the bench, didn't make it. got to the free throw line a bunch is what uh, I think, remember most about his game. But on we go to Bradley, and it's all on the line, Trent Condon. Drake and Bradley, ESPN 2, 3 o'clock on Sunday afternoon. For the one seed in the Missouri Valley Conference, and a lot of folks at the beginning of the year took the Drake Bulldogs to win it all, and their ticket is very much alive. Here's a little interesting nugget that I hadn't realized until I think last week I first heard or saw the note. Bradley, a lot of success. Yeah, They've had good teams. They played here in Des Moines last time the NCAA tournament was here. Uh, hung around with Smarty for a while in that matchup, won the MVC tournament. They're on their way to the tournament. They'd won the MVC tournament before thing shut down in 2020 mm. how crazy that is is mm-hmm. that one was already in the books before yeah. the whole world shut down in 2020 but had marcella somerville and company patrick o'brien went yeah. to the sweet 16 beat kansas in the first round last time they won a regular season crown was when 1997 hmm. this is a good basketball program. they are they like, are growing up they were they were a power hersey mm-hmm. hawkins and company in the mm-hmm. 80s they were a really good program it's been a long time since they won a regular season crown so i'm gonna anticipate I mean, there's going to be juice in that building already. You mentioned it with yep. Sean looking for tickets over there. That's going to be a banged-out building. They're going to be pumped up and looking for their first regular season crown in almost 30 years. Yeah, this is going to be a, this is going to be a uh, this appointment TV for me yeah. on Sunday afternoon. I don't know. I know the Jets play, but I, I'll record that and mm-hmm. uh, uh, and watch Drake and see if they can finish the deal. So do you cover up the bottom line? It's, that's the worst part. I can't believe that there's nothing that you can do if you don't want the bottom line. You get out a piece of, like. Electrical tape. Yeah, but you shouldn't be able to just hit your remote and, and do away Get with a big it. piece of cardboard yeah. and tape right. it up by the bottom. That's going to be like Saturday morning, trying yes. to watch both games and not, you know, because one you're obviously going to be behind on, mm-hmm. and, and, and then you're watching whatever game it is, and you see the other game score pop up. Do you, so you record both games, and then mm-hmm. what, you watch like eight minutes at a time, mm-hmm. something like that, yep. and go back and forth. No two TV setup. I just can't watch them both. It, yeah, it just I just can't. you feel like you miss too much. Right, there's no concentration. Yeah. in that way. So for me, the way that I do it, and a little bit different, being a Hawkeye fan, right? Is I'll watch the Iowa game commercials. I'll flip over, keep an eye on it. But 
record it, and then I'll just watch the whole thing all the way through and kind of do the fast-forward thing, go through the commercials, go through uh, the free throws. I mean, those those are kind of the big (laughs) things. Now, the thing that I miss doing that is I just don't get the commentators at the same level because dead ball and ball goes out of bounds, hit the 30-second fast-forward, and by the time it catches back up, you know, you're right there and there. So I miss some of the commentators, and you love commentators. I I like to listen to what they're saying. And speaking of which, you know what? Uh, Tommy Birch wrote a really good piece on a friend of ours, Mm -hmm. a friend of our programs, uh, Kevin Lehman. Uh, It's in today's register online, DesMoinesRegister.com. And Kevin is ringing the bell today. How about that? Cancer is battle. Look, I don't know if it's ever over, but it, for now, it's uh, it's positive news for a guy that uh, a lot of people in the state are rooting for um, in Kevin Lehman. So, well done. Good piece by Birchie. Really good read. Really good read. Talked to uh, Tommy a little bit this morning. Said, just said really nice piece on yep. it. He said, well... That's what I get for listening to Miller and Condon every day. I get some good ideas listening to you guys. I said, I appreciate that, too. But Bertie always does a great job yep. with those kind of pieces. Absolutely, Kevin, an easy guy to root for, mm-hmm. a guy with a beautiful head of hair, but he's got that positive outlook. I remember, Trent, I said mm-hmm. it to you the first time I saw him this year in a game. Yeah. I said, man, that was, a, that, was a, that was a... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. To pay? So I'm I had a, no idea. I'm friends with them on Facebook and I saw pictures this summer. And saw pictures, and the first time that we had heard, he had the diagnosis, and I'm like, really? I saw a bunch of well, he's wearing a hat, and everyone, uh, so I hadn't realized yeah. it, and talked to Kevin a little bit afterwards, and yeah, battling out there and ringing mm-hmm. the bell today. What a great story! Oh, great and, story, and a guy that's very easy to root for. Mm-hmm. That's been all around the place, coaching at Nebraska Omaha for years, uh-huh. at you and I, and and did you see what his his girlfriend, uh, who was quoted in the piece too, says that uh, him working uh, through this through this fight through this. Uh, sessions of battling cancer has kept him alive. She believes that. Yeah. She truly believes because he had something to do. He had to get back into a gym and call a basketball game, and that kept him, you know, his mind off cancer. Because as, as Kevin said, cancer, cancer can't get into the gym. They no. don't allow it into the gym. And when he's in the gym, uh, he's not thinking about that. So, Kevin, you got a lot of people that are following this, and uh, way to go, Tommy Burt. Way to go, Kevin Lehman, first of all, yeah. for going public with it. I'm not surprised because he was uh, very big in coaches versus cancer. Mm-hmm. He would come in and cut commercials for him when we were in the penalty box up the dial or when we were here um and we obviously air them as part of uh, what we we're asked to do and um well done kevin layman rooting for you and he's got a busy week ahead of him right he's yes. going to be calling every single one whether it be radio or tv uh, at the missouri valley conference tournament next week be good great. stuff absolutely all right matt postens more on the big 12 we'll get into that with matt postens coming up you know we were talking yesterday um i don't know if we were on the air at mediacom when we taped our tv show or not you know, for the longest time it seemed like when you're talking about the big 10 it was purdue big gap Mm-hmm. Do whoever is second, right? Yep. And when we talked about the Big 12, it was, yeesh. <laughs> you know, pick them out of a hat. I think now it's, because I don't think Purdue's a foregone conclusion anymore. I kind of think Kansas is. They're, the schedule for Purdue is pretty easy in comparison to kind of the rest of the, the league slate going forward, and that's why they still have a pretty big head up. Uh, speaking of the odds right now, 
Kansas minus 250 to win the crown. Mm-hmm. Texas is plus 180, so they're right behind them. And, of yep. course, they get them in that finale yep. in Austin. Baylor now, last week, going into the weekend, Baylor was 2-1 to one to win the so regular So this season time crown. last week, they were 2-1. to one. They were 2-1 to one going into the weekend. Now, 50-1. to one. <laughs> So it's a two-team race, according to the yeah. odds makers. Iowa State's not even listed anymore. K-State is 70-1. to one, Just four teams listed wow. there in the Big Ten. And with that, there is also no listing anymore. Or the Big Ten. All uh, Bet Rivers gone? is the one. Yeah, that's been really good about this. Our buddy Troy Macker, yeah. a huge college basketball guy, he always has pushed for as much college basketball yep. as possible. But one thing our friends at Bet Rivers do have, they have markets for a bunch of teams to make the NCAA tournament or to either get in or what their seat is. You going know to what? Be. Why don't we save some time on that? We're going to do that at the yeah. end of the hour. I Iowa and Iowa State are now both listed. Hawkeyes weren't there yesterday. Now after the loss. Iowa and Iowa State, what are their odds to get in the big dance? And this What's is at Bet Rivers, and you can bet it right now. You can bet it right now. You know what? They're a good company, Trent. I, mm-hmm. I like Bet Rivers. Again, uh, Wild Rose, <laughs> they've mm-hmm. got DraftKings, they've got Circa, and they've got Bet Rivers. So three really good partners in the sports betting operators. We appreciate the fact that they uh, um, get the media involved in some of these head-to-head tournaments yep. that we embarrass ourselves with. <laughs> well, uh, you embarrass yourself more than others. Well, I, 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 uh, I, I was behind a rule change. <laughs> you can't do your futures anymore. Can't do futures. No, no, no. NFL playoff contest. Ken Miller went 0 for 20. I went 0 for January and February. It's hard to do. And you did it. I did it. Well done. There should be an award for that. Oh, right? you're looking for a trophy I for am. that? Matt Poston's Heartland College Sports next. I do want to save some time for that Bet Rivers uh, opportunity at the end of the hour. Miller and Condon with you until 1. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.2 of Des Moines. Now back to Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Let's right, get right to our friend Matt Postens. Uh, covers the Big 12 football and basketball, heartlandcollegesports.com, uh, and he joins the program. Hello, Matt Poston, Trent and Ken. Thanks for coming on our weekly appearance with you as we come down the stretch of the regular season. How are you? Hey, I'm good, guys. How are you? Doing well, um, and enjoying the heck out of this conference, really, am, and the uncertainty of it seemingly night after night, maybe with one exception. And that seems like uh, death taxes in Kansas wins the conference crown, right? And it seems like they're headed there again, doesn't it, to you, after winning five in a row? Yeah, I mean, they had that little lull there in late January where they lost three in a row. And I think what we've kind of learned about this conference this year is that everybody has a lull. You know, Kansas State had a lull. Um, Iowa State's had a bit of a lull. I mean, everybody seems to kind of go through this valley at some point. And since they had that three-game losing streak, they've they've really been on an upturn to the point where, you know, if they keep winning and Texas keeps winning, then that last game of the regular season down in Austin becomes for the Big 12 regular season title and the number one seed in the Big Twelve tournament. I, you know, I was talking with Pete Mundo yesterday on our podcast at Heartland, and you know, I kind of feel like Kansas and Texas right now, they're the two best teams in the conference. They're also the two teams in the conference that are kind of trending up. With Kansas, I think having a bit bit higher of a tail in that area than Texas right now. And Grady Dick has really kind of figured things out over the past couple of weeks. He kind of went through that freshman, that bumpy road that all freshmen seem to go through in those. Uh, when they're a true freshman, and you know his his play the last two three weeks has been exemplary. He's been able to pick up the slack when Jalen Wilson on that rare night mm-hmm. when he gets shut down, he can kind of fill in the blanks for them. 
Another team that's on the upswing is the Red Raiders of Texas Tech. They've won four straight. They've won six of their last eight, put themselves back in contention to be maybe an NCAA tournament team and, and do it. What do they have to get to at minimum? Three games remaining. They sit in five and ten. Do they have to win two of these remaining three games at minimum and then probably work to do in the conference tournament? Or with the run, maybe it'd have to be the title game at one and two. What's still on the table here for the Red Raiders? I, I feel like for them, if they win two of their next three here in the regular season, that would get them to seven wins in conference. Now, that's important only if you look at the history of it in the last five non-COVID years. The bare minimum for Big 12 teams to get into the tournament is seven conference mm-hmm. wins. Iowa State did yep. it last year. Oklahoma did it a few years ago. Uh, that would get Texas Tech to 19 overall wins. Um, my research earlier this year tells me that if you get to 20 wins before you get to the Big 12 tournament, you're in, no matter what. Mm-hmm. You're, you're going to the dance. They'd be at 19 at that point. They'd still have you know, a 7-10 or an 8-9 game, and that would allow them to collect a 20th win if they could win that game. So I feel like they win, I feel like they need to win two of their next three and at least win one game in Kansas City to get to the tournament. The, the only wild card to me is, aside from whatever goes on in the rest of the country, is that this conference collectively is pulling everybody up you know, even if you don't have a, a good conference record because of the net and everything yeah. else that goes along with those metrics, if they get to 19 wins and maybe they don't win in Kansas City, maybe that's enough to pull them into the tournament as an at-large bid. Mm. It's going to be really interesting to watch, but I, I feel like they need to win two of the next three, and they don't have an easy schedule. They've still got to play Kansas. Yep. They've got Oklahoma State. Uh, it's not going to be an easy road, but the, the good thing for them is they're playing well right now. Uh, Fardas Amac is making the difference that I think Mark Adams thought he was going to make all along when they recruited him in the mm-hmm. summer. Everybody's healthy and everybody's playing well right now. And, and TCU to end the regular season, Trent, didn't you say that when we looked at it earlier? I believe so. The yeah. Texas Tech. Do you, do you know that, Matt? I think it's TCU and, and, uh, and yeah. Tech play. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so let's go to Baylor because, you know, on Sunday afternoon, 3 o'clock, so let's, uh, it's 4 o'clock in the afternoon and Baylor's thumping Kansas as they go to the break. I'm thinking, wow. Um, but what a difference, right? The second half, it was just all Kansas. Then Baylor gets beat by K-State. Granted, the game was uh, was in Manhattan, but um, K-State, that, that game was really never in doubt uh, from, what, from what I saw the game. What's going on with Baylor right now? They're, they're very boom and bust, honestly. If their guards are all firing, um, they're going to be in great shape. Uh, if one of them is a little bit off, um, they can kind of survive it, you know, if the other two are playing well. And what you saw Tuesday night when they played Kansas State was Keontae George and L.J. Carr both had really good games. Adam Flagler was really a non-factor in that game. I think he scored three points. He still, you know, ran the point, still played good defense. But, you know, right now with the fact that they don't get a ton out of their inside game, uh, all three guards really need to be firing for them to be successful. And um, if, you know, if one of those guards has a game like Flagler had on Tuesday night, they're going to have trouble. They're not a, they're not a great defensive team. They're not the man to man defensive team they've been the last couple of years. They're making, they're manufacturing turnovers out of that 1 1 3 zone, but they're not quite the, the man to man team they were a couple of years ago. Jonathan Chamuchacho has certainly given them a big boost off the bench to the point where I'm like, Maybe he needs to start in front of Lothamba because, you know, the, the chemistry just isn't quite working inside. But, you know, the guards are going to have to lead them. They can make a deep tournament run, but all three of those guards are going to have to be firing at the same time once they get into March. 
Let's take a look at the local level, Iowa State. You know, there's overreaction here, as you'd anticipate, and people freaking out. Their resume still is in really good shape to be a top-four seed, but team just isn't playing well. What's going wrong in, wrong in your mind with Iowa State? Well, I don't know. I mean, like everyone else up there, I didn't get to see the game Tuesday night. So, um, <laughs> And you're in the state yeah, of even Texas. Even down there in Texas, huh? <laughs> I, I've, I have never had the Longhorn Network in the – in the entirety of its existence, huh. I, it's it, it's on every other level except for the money Texas has made off the contract. The Longhorn Network is an abject failure. Yeah, I don't know a single person that has a network. But setting that aside, um, you know they this is kind of where Iowa State was last year, if I recall. They mm-hmm. kind of stumbled a little bit That's down true. the stretch. They didn't uh, they didn't play all that well. I think they got eliminated in the first. Um, in the, in the quarterfinals of the Big 12 tournament, I believe. I'd have to go back to be sure. But they ended up going to the Sweet 16. And I think with with this team, they're kind of like Baylor in that their guards really are the fuel to them being successful between Kalisher, Grill, Lipsy. Uh, you can throw Coons in there, too, even though he's a, more of a stretch four. Uh, if their guards are playing well, along with Jaron Holmes, if their guards are playing well, they're going to have a real good opportunity to be successful. The one differentiator for them you know, when I look at Baylor and Iowa State, I think Pete asked me this question last night. I felt like Iowa State had a better chance in the tournament because they play better defense mm-hmm. than Baylor does right now. Um, on those nights when their shooting isn't as effective as it could be, their defense and their ability to create turnovers can make up for it. So I still feel like they have the right pieces in place to be a good team in the tournament. Um, but, you know, right now, certainly, that you know, TJ has some uh, calibration that he has to do specifically with, you know, trying to figure out what's the what's the right combination of players on the floor for them. You know, especially from an offensive standpoint, if you're trying to create offense, who are the right five guys to have on the floor at the same time? Mm-hmm. And you're right; they they lost their last two regular season games, and they got bounced in their first game uh, in the tournament. Texas Tech beat them before they got on a little bit of a roll, um, winning their first two before falling to Miami uh, in the Sweet 16. Uh, Caleb Grilly didn't practice again today. Apparently, uh, TJ was asked this morning his status. It's the same uh, as it is, so we'll see. And they, you know what, um, they really miss Isaiah Brockington or somebody that can, you know, that if, if it's not falling, you know, you can look to him as a guy that, you know, there's a pretty good chance he's going to make some shots. Kelsher, one of every you know, four or five games he steps up and has that type of game. Grill when he's in the lineup. But it's just offensively, they're just really struggling right now. And I think it's, you know what I think it is, Matt? Let me uh, pick your brain on this as well and I think you could probably say this for a lot of Big 12 teams the physical brand of basketball that we've seen night in and night out in this conference I'm starting to think it's taking a toll on Iowa State they don't go very deep and I'm wondering if they're getting a little bit worn down yeah it's very possible I mean this conference is a meat grinder uh absolutely I mean you know every game is physical you've got you know 35 40 fouls probably in most games um you know, I think there's something to be said for that. When you have, you look at Kansas, they, I, they're not terribly deep. But the thing is, they have so many players that are that are high-level talent, four- and five-star recruits, you know, guys who have a lot of talent overall. When you're a team that doesn't have as many four- or five-star guys, you're really focused on, you know, your depth. You look at TCU, they don't have a lot of four- or five-star guys on their team. Those, those guys, those are not the kind of guys they recruited. But they can go nine and ten deep and not lose a whole lot for a long period of time. I mean, obviously, you lose Mike Miles for three or four games. We saw what happened. Right. 
But if you sit Mike Miles for five or six minutes for a guy like uh, uh, Shahana Wells, you're not going to lose too much during that five or six minute period. You know, this is that time of year where you have to kind of figure out, you know, how short do I want to make my bench? And by making your bench either, you know, three or four guys, how much does that help you offensively? But how much does it hurt you from a, uh, from a, you know, uh, the standpoint of just trying to keep your guys physically ready to play for 40 minutes. Matt Poston's Heartland College Sports. Matt, we will uh, catch up with you next week if your schedule allows. We appreciate these uh, conversations. Thank you, Matt. Enjoy the weekend. All right, you guys enjoy it as well. Yes, sir. Thank you. Take care. Matt Poston's Heartland College Sports. All right, we'll get our break. We'll come back. We'll get into those Bet Rivers opportunities that they've got posted to be. Uh, I haven't cheated. I didn't open my Bet Rivers app, Good. so I'm not going to do that. So Wait. it's over under seed, seed for Iowa, Iowa State. Okay, I'm in. Uh, that's next. Miller and Conda, Des Moines Sports. And you can bet on this. You can. At Bet Rivers. At Bet Rivers. Not far away places. No, no. Because I find those from time to time, too, as you know. Uh, It's Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. Miller and Condon, welcome back to Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Let's get right into it, Trent. So, Bet Rivers. Has the opportunity to, if you're a uh, account holder there, uh, to go online, open up the college basketball app, and actually wager on what seeds certain teams will be over under the seed. Over under on the seeds. So yes, that is the way that it has uh, set up in this market. They have a ton of teams listed here, um, and I believe there's a few of them that are just yes no to make the NCAA tournament. A team like Wisconsin right now. Yes, no to make the tournament, minus 115 on each side. So, yeah, they have a bunch of these up there, including the two needle movers here, Iowa and Iowa State. All right, so I'm going to set the numbers. Is that what you're asking me to Let's do? Let's see how close you okay. can get to see All right, Mr. Bookmaker Ken Miller. What yes. do you got for us? Let's uh, kick it off with the Iowa State Cyclones over under what seed they are in the NCAA. So if I don't want to give everybody their money back, I would have to go uh, in a half, right? You put a hook in there. So I'll go, the number is four and a half. Well, you're off, according to what Bet Rivers has. They have it. At three and a half. At three and a half. Uh-huh. But people have been firing on this, and they've been hitting the over. Right, and they should. Because the over right now, you got to lay minus 200. Wow, a lot of people are betting. They're going to be forced to move it. It feels like it's yeah. trying to turning that direction. The juice right? getting that the yeah. juice is getting that high. They're going to have now. Is there an opportunity to do an alternate seed? <laughs> There's not. <laughs> no, there there is nothing like that. Well, you think how? Far? I think there are five. I think they're going to. That's fall where to they're going to fall to a five. I when we did this earlier, I, I gave them the win. Both of the wins at home. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure they can. Wow, you are not confident. Way this, this team, team can't shoot to save their lives. Well. They're back at home. They're mm-hmm. not playing the greatest of teams. And the defense has not been what it was early. And no, I think too. it's fatigue. I really do. All right, so let's do Iowa. And right now, the folks at Bet Rivers have the number. They put a hook in it, six and a half. They did not put a hook in it. And you're off even more on this That's one. wild. What is it? They have the over-under. It's a flat number, though. Okay. It's eight. Oh, give me the under. The under is minus 125, mm-hmm. the over minus 106. So They're not going to be an eight seed. You don't think so? You think they get both home games? Because that's kind of at minimum what That's beating about. Nebraska, beating Michigan State. You think they get both of them? They're not winning in Bloomington. Do they uh, win that first round game, either the 8-9 or 7-10 game in the Big Ten tournament? Is it Wisconsin? Or Michigan. 
as our scenarios played out earlier that we did. Check out the podcast coming up here in about four minutes. I'm not sure now that you mentioned it. <laughs> That's a good number. That is a good number. That is a really good number. If you want to go under, you mm-hmm. think they're going to be a six or seven, mm-hmm. that's most likely. I think it's free money on Iowa State. You do. I don't. There's no way they're a three seed. But you got to look at the teams I around I get them. it. And it's the body of work, and they've, and they've done so much to get to this point, and the conference is so deep, and blah, blah, blah. Um, they're 17 and 10. That's the crazy part about this, too. We're talking about a team, a potential three team with a 17 yeah, and 10 record. I know. They go, let's see, let's put them in. If you're a 14 seed, you're licking your chops if they're a three. They go two and one, losing the first round of the tournament. That puts them at 19 and 12. That's not a three seed. It's not. Normally, no. This is not a normal year, though. I know. In college basketball, this is so different. Any other teams that you're interested in? Uh, Anybody else that has you? uh, Texas Tech, yes or no? Do they even list that one? Let's uh, scroll down here. We got to go way down as it's alphabetical. Texas Tech is not listed. Okay. Um,. Drake, are they listed? They're yesterday? not. No, no okay. bulldogs in there either. Um, taking a look around. Oh, Kansas, got to be what? A one, one and a half. Yeah, or a half. Yeah, it's one and a half. The under, basically, they'd be able one seed mm-hmm. minus six twenty-five. So if you want to fade the Jayhawks and don't think that they're going to earn a number one seed, right? Well, you get plus three eighty-two on that one. I don't think I'm willing to go there. Fun exercise, ton of teams listed, starts at Arkansas, goes all the way through. Uh, there's got to be 30, 35 teams probably listed in here. Either yes, nice. no to make the tournament, or what their seed is going to be over under. Eight for the Iowa Hawkeyes, three and a half for the Cyclones. Do you have a FanDuel account? I do. Did I see that they came out with some college football games of the year? That they did. It was on my list. How many? Eight. Any that include? No. No. No, no locals. Right. Ohio State, Michigan Ohio was in there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Georgia. Yeah. yeah. A few Alabama games. LSU Alabama's on there. Mm-hmm. I've already fired at it. <laughs> Many opportunities. Miller and Condon, hour two. Wade Looking Bill. We'll get back into the Hawks when he joins us next. It's Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO.